That gorilla Masoon, he's so smart, he knew something that two other people knew. Razor Ramon's number one contender. Razor knows it. Shawn Michaels knows it. How does Razor feel about Shawn Michaels? Hey, he pretty good. He a three-time intercontinental champ. But chicos, I'm the first three-time intercontinental champ. Michaels, New do you respect desk. that guy? You better, Chico, because just think back. The ladder match, the last time we met, I'm the only man to take your precious IC gold. And Chico, talk about summer slams. When you riding down that road with Big Daddy Cool, ask him, Chico. I'm the only one to ever beat him, too. To sign Lamar Odom. Who was hey, on crack? Coach, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk. Break it down. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the sports desk, episode 186. It is your guy, one more time, Dedra L. Hicks Jr., back in the building, folks. And remember, acknowledge me. And this your man, Black. We are back once again for another episode. One of your favorite sportsologists in the building, D. Let's get into it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are back for another episode, man. Glad for everybody who is tuning back in. We appreciate all you guys' support. Thank you very much. So we got a widespread docket today. We're going to get into some hot takes that are going around in the sports world, okay? And then we're going to get our football preview started, all right? So we're going to get into the AFC South today, all right? We're going to open up and talk about the AFC South. And then we're going to be previewing college football along the way until we get the kickoff. And today we're going to preview the 2022-23 Florida State Seminoles, okay? So we're winding down to the start of the football season, college and pro, and uh, we're just going to make some content along the way um, until we get to that glorious day when both of these new seasons kick off. Black, how you feeling today? Feeling good, man. Feeling swell. Um, great day. Beautiful day outside. Happy to be back here at the sports desk, my guy. Well, I'm not doing well. I'm not doing that well. We're just going to kick off the show, man, with, man, you know, the older we get, more of this stuff starts to take place, all right? So on Friday morning, Friday morning, the man who's probably responsible for more than half of our childhood retired, and we are talking about none other than Vincent Kennedy McMahon, a.k.a. Vinny Mac, a.k.a. Mr. McMahon, he has called to quits and therefore went into the dark dundrums of the glory that he created. And we'll get into more specifically after we talk about it. Black Vince McMahon, my goodness, my goodness, where do you start? Where does it begin? Black, let's just start the conversation for you, man. When you hear the two words, Vince 
McMahon. What just starts to think, go in your head and come out of your mouth? Uh, shoot, iconic, man. Iconic, you know. Uh, if it wasn't for Vince McMahon, you know, we wouldn't love wrestling the way that we do. You know, he was the one that able to put wrestling on the map, put them where they are in, you know, for so, so many years. And to be able to sit here and talk about him today is it's, it's, it's rare because we really don't, you know, get a chance to give Vince McMahon his flowers, man. And, you know... Him retiring, it's, it's, it's a big deal, you know, but uh, definitely a lot of respect for Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He, uh, as a child, he was able to allow us to allow us to see, you know, what was wrestling was about. He was able to be that guy that always came out on top, Vince, and then be that character in the ring that was always funny, always been the one that was messed with, up, put on the spot to get hurt so much. But we enjoyed every bit of it, man. Vincent and Kitty McMahon is uh, one of a kind, man, and it's a sad day that he's retiring. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I think of Vincent Man, I think about WrestleMania. He created that. He created the entertainment spectrum known as WrestleMania. They have over 30 of them. I think next year be 37 or 38, something like that for WrestleMania. Then I think about the Montreal Screwjob. I think about when Reality and wrestling and real life started to meet. He was in the middle of the Bret Hart saga as Bret Hart was preparing to take the WWF title over to WCW. And he said no. By hook or by crook, I'm getting my belt from him before he goes over to WCW. I think about Mr. McMahon, the great, one of the greatest heel characters of all time. He might be the greatest heel of all time. Him, Hollywood Hogan, those are the two guys that kind of poke out of my head as heels. The rivalry with Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, his his stable uh, with The Undertaker and, and, and the Ministry of Darkness and all of that that he was a part of, his his sick and vindictive ways of using his own family to, to, to get glory, so to speak. His genius of the characters, The Rock, Stone Cold, The Undertaker, uh, the storylines with Kane and Undertaker, Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, uh, The Ultimate Warrior, go down and down the list. He created these characters, these people who we sat in front of our TVs week in and week out and watch faithfully. He is the reason behind all of this stuff. He brought WCW cash money won the monday night war and brought that wcw era over into the wwe and somewhat gave us what we wanted we saw hollywood hulk hogan versus the rock we saw scott hall versus stone cold steve austin we seen booker t bring his his athletic energetic flamboyant personality over to the wwe and blossom even more he was able to be who he wanted to be, and Vince McMahon was the reason for that. D-Generation X, the Heart Foundation, all of the factions that, that you can think of, they came from Vince McMahon. And now Vince McMahon is retiring. He is releasing all power and all authority and going on. He's going on. That's a bitter pill to swallow. I can go on and on and on. This could be the Vince McMahon show because people, if you really love wrestling, even if you don't think you love wrestling as much as you do, mm -hmm. 
because I come across people like that so often that when you talk nostalgia with wrestling, they start to realize, oh, man, I love wrestling more than I thought. And not to take nothing away for WCW because they had an era. They Indeed. had an era, mm-hmm. but their era doesn't Indeed. even compare to what the father of wrestling did. Look at your AEWs, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Ring of Honor. All of this doesn't get started without Vinny Mac. It doesn't. It does not get started without the brain of this man. So for him to be retiring and going on, you know, in, in into the back, so to speak, um, it's tough. He's 70 plus years old. Uh, we 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 hope to get a full length documentary one day because I am really curious of a lot of things that happened in wrestling that Vince McMahon just hasn't come out and spoke about. How how did he know that Shawn Michaels was going to bring in the new wave of the Attitude Era with Stone Cold Steve Austin? How did he know? How did he know to tell Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan, look, I'm not paying y'all no more money. Y'all got to go to WCW. I'm not giving that up. How did he know? How did he know? Vince was a great commentator. Mm-hmm. He was just great at everything. And it's just a tough one today. Like I said, I can sit here all day long and go through Vince McMahon's long, historic, dominant, genius, and brilliant career. And every time you watch WWE, even now, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Edge, go through the list. Brought Ronda Rousey over. Like, look, look. He's responsible for decade upon decade upon decades. Randy Orton, like, he's just responsible for, man. He's just responsible. So, man, you know, even though I think this is for the best interest with everything that's going on with Vince, and the new wave that is getting ready to go, be what really began as of this past Friday night on SmackDown. Yeah, I think that's going to be in the best interest of the company. But man, it's a tough one, dog. 38 mm-hmm. years old. And Vince McMahon was doing this before I was alive. Exactly. <laughs> he was doing this before I was alive, dog. So a big salute to the career uh, of Vince McMahon and all of the just uh, seeds of history. That he has dropped along the way. And, you know, it, 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 it's going to be a time where we do get the Vince McMahon story. And I will be there for that front row and center without a doubt about it, for sure. Now, the things that are going on with Vince, we, we'd be remiss if we don't kind of feel some people out there in who might not be so close to what's going on. Vince McMahon is a part of some pretty tough allegations right now. And um, he stepped away as the CEO of the company a few months back. Well, more allegations are starting to come out. Stuff is starting to come out of the real world that he is being alleged of doing wrongdoing. And money is involved. Up to $30 million is involved right now with a lot of these allegations with former employees from the company. So this man has always been about WWE first and everybody else will come after that. And he is not absolved from that. So Stephanie McMahon will be taking over the reins. Triple H will be taking over head creative control. It's still in the family. It's still pushing forward. But you won't give Vince McMahon no more in any way. I read the article on Bleach Report this morning. And he's done. He's not traveling. He's not in the buildings. He's not backstage. You won't see him at WrestleManias or SummerSlams. Or he won't be making any special appearances. He is gone. 
he is gone. All right. So um, that's what's going on with Vince. And of course, if anything rolls out of any importance uh, of it, of him going forward with everything that's going on, we'll definitely be talking about it on the sports desk. So uh, keep it tuned here and, you know, we'll be filling you guys in on what uh, is going on. All right, Black, let's come out of the WWE and let's head over to more buzz. Kevin Durant, Boston Celtics. That trade was proposed. Boston uh, offered uh, JB, Jalen Brown. They offered, uh, I think, White. They offered some picks. And Robin Williams, I believe, they offered to the Brooklyn Nets. And the Brooklyn Nets said, throw on Marcus Smart, you got a deal. And the Boston Celtics said no to that. Now, Black, I told you this earlier. They could have had Marcus Smart, the hot dog boy, all the vending machines. They could have had all the whatever they wanted to throw in that deal. I would have sent Marcus Smart over to the Brooklyn Nets and Kevin Durant would have been in Celtic today. Do you share those sentiments? Um, you definitely gotta make make that make that happen and make that move. Um it's <laughs> This trade, it, 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 it sounds amazing. Like, to put Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum on the same team. And and like we were saying earlier, it don't matter who else you put around them. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we were talking at work earlier, like, how basketball is becoming, like, a positionless basketball. Like, you, these guys just play ball. You know what I'm saying? You got, what, six, you, what, you got a 6'10", 6'11", Ben Simmons playing, playing point guard. You got a almost 6'10", uh, Luka Dockers playing point guard Like these players can play anywhere they want to At their size man And to see that happen that would be a good look But you know I believe it when it happens You know we've been getting a lot of Rumors about what could happen What could and what ifs and all this But ain't nothing happened So if it happens D I would love it for basketball But um, until then I ain't gonna read too much into it my boy um, I think this one has a chance. I think this one actually has a chance. No one really mentioned Boston uh, to really be a part of the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. So I really think this one has a chance. I mean, the only thing they got to do is throw in Marcus Smart and like the Brooklyn Nets will bite. That's that's what it appears to be. I mean, the Phoenix Suns are out. They won't be able to trade for Kevin Durant. Um, other teams like the Washington Wizards, we know that's not happening. The, the Toronto Raptors, we know that's not happening. You know? The Golden State Warriors, are they on the table? Yeah, but maybe no. I personally, if I'm the GM of the Golden State Warriors, I think his name is Rob Myers or something like that. I don't, I'm just saying if I'm Rob. Rob Myers gave Kevin Durant everything he wanted and needed when he got to Golden State. All he had to do was come and play basketball. Mm -hmm. And he still left. He still left. So are the Warriors really in the running for Kevin Durant coming off a title with that young nucleus that is just roaring and getting better and better? I don't know. But back to Boston. Look, you got to throw smart in the deal. You can find me. I'm down here in Jacksonville. Come find me and I'll play the two guard. You can run Brogdon, Hicks Jr., Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, and Robin Williams out there. Whoever else you need to run. It don't matter. Run us out there. And we're going to go who? Run us out there. If you're Boston, you got to do this deal. Jason Tatum is still coming. He is knocking on the door of superstardom. He is an excellent player, skillful beyond skill. He's still developing, but he's very, very young, 24 years of age or something like that, I believe, four years into this league. He is still coming, and he's going to be a problem for many, many, many years to come. But if you compare him with a now wily veteran, I never thought I would say that with Kevin Durant, but this is the Kevin Durant 16th season, mm-hmm. multiple-time champion, 
He knows what it takes, and he is skillful beyond skill. I think that is a beautiful tandem. That is hell to pay if you got to go deal with Durant and Tatum. And if you're Boston, Marcus Smart, yes, he's he's been a core value of your team. Defensive player of the year. But look, I, I hate to say it like this, but it's true, but he's replaceable. Yeah, he's limited to what he's he's limited to what he can do as well. Absolutely. <clears throat> so what Boston need is a shift in the culture. And I think if you could grab Kevin Durant, you do that. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what Let happens. Let me ask you this. Um, if this does go down, what do, who do you see it as? Do you see it as still Tatum's team or Kevin Durant's team if if they pull this? No, this is Jason Tatum's team. It's always so. Yeah, he's earned that. He's he, earned he's that. He's earned that. Kevin okay. Durant will have to come in and take that away. What I mean by that is he would have to come in and his play would have to do it. He would have to really put Boston on his back and Tatum would have to fall by the wayside. And that's mm-hmm. just not going to happen. Okay. It's the same situation when he went to Golden State. Kevin Durant, that Golden State team was never his. He was the best player, but that was always Steph Curry's team. Absolutely. Always. So, no. No, 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 no. I never believe that he'll he, – he, no, that won't be his team out in Boston. Gotcha. he just be – he just be <laughs> really something that they need. Yeah. That yeah. they need for sure. It'll for take sure. a. It'll take a. And you know what? I think it'll take a whole lot of pressure off of Tatum as well. Of course. And then plus, I think being around a player like Kevin Durant, it'll help his development of getting to that next level. Yeah, of course. You know because you know it, no matter who you are, when you're around a player like Kevin Durant and at his skill set and what he can do, you bound to you're bound to get better. You hope you know you can get better. And Tatum's like you say, Tatum is almost there. He just. He just he's almost there, D, and he just needs one little thing to put him over the top. And I think with teaming him up with a guy like Kevin Durant, that could, that could be that piece that puts him over the top. No, he's definitely going to get there. Yeah, he's definitely going to get there. But it's going to be interesting, you know. Whatever Boston, um, you know, if they decided they're going to come off of um, Marcus Smart, which I think that they should. We're talking about championships here. Yeah, you got to the finals with Smart. Yes, you did. Okay, but man, like you're trying to win this thing. Yeah. And I got to believe if Kevin Durant's on your team instead of Marcus Smart, that probably gets you a little closer to achieving that goal. But we'll see what happens, man. I would love to see them in the Bucks if that happens. Oh, geez. Weeds, boy. Yeah, I'm going to go a step further. I'd love to see NBA Finals with the Celtics and the Warriors next year with Kevin Durant and Boston Green. Ooh, and, and, and Steph Curry and, and those a boys over there, the Warriors. Yeah, but this is way <laughs> more significant too. Because this is that'll be Durant's opportunity to say, yeah, y'all won without me, but you ain't going to win this one. Because yeah. I'm on the flow. You know what I mean? So I would love to see that storyline. But hey, we we be getting way too far-fetched. <laughs> That's something that may never, ever happen for all yeah, we yeah. know. Yeah. All right, so let's go. James Harden. James Harden took less money. He took less money. Now, all reports was James Harden wanted to take less money so the Philadelphia 76ers could get whoever they needed to get in for them to have an opportunity to win a championship. Okay. So he took about $11 million less. He's still getting paid out $30 million a year, but he took $11 million less just for them to add P.J. Tucker <laughs> and some other pieces. Now, don't get me wrong. Do I applaud James Harden thinking team in this situation? Sure. Now me, I'm all I'm pro player. Get your money, bro. I ain't giving up nothing. I'm getting all mine. But could James Harden afford it? Sure. Couple hundred million dollar contracts, a two hundred million dollar contract. He all right. He could probably get yeah, off. He yeah. could probably chill on eleven million dollars. Mm-hmm. But all for PJ Tucker. <laughs> they gave PJ Tucker a three year, thirty million plus dollar deal, and PJ Tucker is apparently going to be. And I ain't I ain't riding on PJ. 
He just said he wanted to give Philadelphia the leverage that they needed to get pieces in to win a championship. Mm-hmm. Now, Black, let me ask you this. He a championship piece, right? Black, let me ask you this. <laughs> Is P.J. Tucker a piece that's going to make Philadelphia the Philadelphia 76ers NBA champions in 2023? Um, I don't think he's the piece that – he's not the piece that will win it for them, but he's the piece that, that could get them – on the right path to winning a championship, but not next year. Heck no. Okay, I just wanted to hear you just say no from the beginning. Um, that no. So look, Harden is, he's a shrewd operator. And I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. He took less money, and Harden is probably going to go ballistic this year. He's healthy. Mm-hmm. His hamstring is good. He didn't have a significant injury last year. I've seen pictures of Harden. He's lost a lot of weight. They mm-hmm. say he's changed his diet, hired a personal chef. He's going to go nuts this year. I firmly believe that James Harden going to have a bounce back year. MVP year? No, no, no. Just a bounce back year. He's not okay. better than Embiid at this stage of his career. But he's going to have a bounce back year where you're going to be looking like, man, okay, we getting we getting pieces of uh, the James Harden. We know and love and then he's going to cash in. <laughs> See, I ain't stupid, bro. Another 200-something. Exactly. <laughs> See, he could have got that, I think, 198 or something like that this year if them, if him and Philadelphia would have worked something out. But I ain't crazy, bro. He going to get another year in his belt. He going to make one of these first, second, or third team All-NBAs next year in the East. That's what he's going to do. And he going to cash in. He's going to be an All-Star in the East this year. Mm-hmm. He's going to get that All-NBA nod. And then he's going to cash in. That's what he's going to do. Now, I ain't saying nothing about PJ, and I ain't saying nothing to what they do in the field. But let's keep it real. When you look at the deck in the Eastern Conference, you would say the Philadelphia 76ers are what? Run around that four or fifth seed in the East? Yeah, I'd say about three, four. So you like got that. the Bucks, you got the Celtics, uh, you got who else we got out there in the East? Uh Bucks, Celtics. The Heat. The Heat. And then maybe, maybe Philly. Maybe Philly. Yeah. Maybe Philly. And if you know that right? So well, I mean Yeah. Okay. So doing all if you if you giving me if you giving me a a healthy, a healthy, and as you would say, a James Harden that balls out, and B who improves every year, who I think is going to be very, very upset and have a chip on his shoulder very this, year. this year. And then an up and coming Tyron Mac, Ty, Tyrese Maxey, if I'm Tyrese Maxey, uh, you got him, and then, you, and then Thigh Bolt, and then you add PJ Tucker with Thigh Bolt on the defensive end. D, this could be very Good interesting team. for. Good team. For Philly now, nah. so I kind of, I kind of, I kind of dis- disagree with you a little bit. I think James Harden really does want to want to win. No, I really no, no, think no. he does. I think he does. Yeah, I think he really does. I think he does. Could but he you be held off eleven million? But but could he be set trying to set himself up for two hundred million? Who knows? It no, ain't so. no who knows. Who knows? Ain't you know? no who knows. But I think I really think it's not money first with him because you like you said in the big when you started. Okay. He got money. He, does. he got plenty of it. He, does. he got plenty of it. I he think does. that he realized getting a piece like PJ Tucker and had defensively with, like you said, with thigh boat and then offensively, you still you got a top notch James Harden or some type of former MVP James Harden. Let's just say you get that type of James Harden back. Okay. You know, and then you got to deal with Embiid too. On top of that, yeah, that could be kind of scary, D for 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 teams in the league now. Hey, I'm not saying that everything. I agree with what you're saying. Hmm. But I'm just saying, when the, the man said he was just chilling, y'all take that other money and go do what you can do when they brought in P.J. Tucker. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not going to get the Philadelphia 76ers to the NBA Finals next year. It's not. 
So, in my opinion, so a, so a healthy James Harden in the Eastern Conference Final improved at best. Embiid against a, a better Embiid than what we've gotten. Eastern Conference give, Finals at best wouldn't give the Bucks problems. Would it give them problems? Make it interesting. Okay, but I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> that brother out there in Milwaukee, he kind of mad too, yeah, because he, he kind of pissed. <laughs> and if Chris Middleton can get back in there healthy. They going back. I'm a, and we can talk about this at another time, but if Chris Middleton was healthy and played in that Boston series, them brothers would have been home. And Giannis would have been defending that throne <laughs> in Milwaukee. And I firmly believe that. Because I saw what he did in the game seven versus Boston. The boy had a triple double in the first quarter. I mean, what more did you want him to do? He did. <laughs> So I'm going to leave that there. But we'll see. James Harden still got over $30 million, Going to set himself up. I think he'll have a monster year this year. Make one of these first, second, and 13 All-NBAs. Re-up, get paid. But in the process, we'll see. Joel Embiid is up again next year. He's up. Yeah. He's up. And he's going to get 200-plus. Yes, he is. Because he's trying to get that MVP <laughs> in that for in that uh, all pro, I mean, All-NBA first team. And he very well <laughs> might do so because I think we're going to be dealing with an angry yeah. Joel Embiid this year. Hopefully, that will stay out there in the court. All right, Black Quick Nugget, Rasheed Wallace. We were so excited to see Rasheed Wallace join the Lakers coaching staff, preferably for the services of Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. But... Reports came out earlier today that that is not going to happen. She Wallace is uh, going to decline the offer from Los Angeles Lakers. And they said not only is it declining the offer, he's going to be looking to go elsewhere. Black, what does that say to you? Excuse me. What does that say to you about the Lakers, the Lakers organization, even our new head coach in Darvin Ham? What does that say to you that Rasheed Wallace is telling the Lakers basically no? Um, I... It's 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 kind of iffy for me, you know. It sucks that he's not coming because I thought he would be a valuable piece to have around Anthony Davis, and that sucks not to have him. But like you said, man, I'm pretty sure she got a a, a lot of options, and you know, being in L.A., man, that's that's a lot. That's a different type of pressure too, as well. And then coming from Memphis with Penny, you don't know what the situation is with there. And then um, I also seen something about. Him and Chauncey, Chauncey trying to make a push for him. Yep. So it, it's he 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 got options, and I think he don't just want to leave it to the Lakers being the only option that he has. So he just win them, bro. And I guess he didn't put the Lakers out of the mix totally now. So I, like you said, uh, it sucks that we're not going to have him because I I really firmly believe the type of player Rasheed Wallace was would have definitely helped the Anthony Davis, especially being on especially with the toughness D. You know what? We already know Anthony Davis was a good player on the defensive side of the basketball, but Rasheed definitely would have added that factor for him being a tough guy, and that's that. That's what sucks about him not being a coach in LA on the staff. Yeah, it alarmed me. It alarmed me because they announced this move what the day after Darvin Ham was hired or a couple days after it. Yeah, we really didn't hear nothing. It kind of stalled, and you didn't hear nothing else about it. So that kind of yeah. alarmed me. That kind of alarmed me. I wonder if it's a uh, what? What really is it? Like, what is it? The, the, the news was that he was coming to join the Lakers staff. So what could have been? Is it a cultural thing? Is it an organizational thing? Did Anthony Davis say, I don't really mesh with this kind of guy? I don't really want to work with him? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, 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 what was the reason? There's got to be one. Mm-hmm. I mean, now don't get me wrong. This could all be for naught. He could have just reopened his options. Like you said, he's close with several people around the league. Um, one of, you know, Doc Rivers, 
um, won a world championship with him. Um, you know, uh, Chauncey Billups, like you said, out there in Portland. I mean, I would understand if he was going to 76er staff or he was on the Portland Trailblazer staff. I'm like, okay, well, he has familiarity out there with these guys um, that he, you know, formed a brotherhood with by winning the championship with him. So maybe, but I just kind of a little bit alarming, just a little bit, mm-hmm. that uh, he's not going to join the staff. I just want to get your thoughts on that real quick uh, and to see what you had thought about that. All right, let's transition over to a little bit of the NFL news. Black Kyler Murray got that bread. He got a five-year extension, $230 million extension at signing. He I think it was a 160 or something like that that he got at signing or one something like that. 160 guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at signing. He woke up that morning and had $160 million in his bank account. Now, Kyler Murray, and I'm going to say this because people don't seem to understand this in the world of sports. It's called a market. What is the market going for your position? This market exploded by Patrick Mahomes getting $500 million three years ago, two years ago, mm-hmm. followed by Josh Allen's $200 plus million contract, so forth and so on. I mean, I think Dak makes around $170. Aaron um, Rodgers reset it. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers just reset it 200 plus. I mean, you got guys making big cash. So, Kyler Murray, he's up. Uh, Lamar Jackson is um Justin Herbert's coming. Burrow's coming. These guys are coming. And they're going to get this bread so the whole conversation that Kyler Murray, he ain't done nothing. He don't deserve the money. That is, that's not what this is about. This is about the market. And then we know in the National Football League, what is the one thing that you got to have really before anything else? A quarterback. Mm-hmm. You got to have a quarterback. And he is the quarterback for the Cardinals. He has been more than serviceable to the Cardinals. You can see the talent week in and week out. You can see it. The Cardinals start off 10-2 last year. The year before that, I think his first year he played, I think he went four and one his first five games. Mm-hmm. So the talent is there. The talent is there. But now, congrats on getting your money. But Baltimore Ravens, what y'all doing? What is going on in Baltimore? Lamar Jackson is in the final year of his rookie deal. $22 million. This man is in multiple All-Pro. This man has made Pro Bowls. This man is an MVP. That's what this man is. And he has not received his money. Black, what is this? We've never seen this before. Everybody gets their bread. But while Lamar Jackson can't get his. Yeah, it, it, it sucks, D. And um, congrats to Kyler Murray on getting his money. Like you say, it is the market. You know, if I was a GM or the person of that team, man, you do have to have your quarterback. And you had a guy like Kyler Murray, you know, who kind of demanded his money. You know, I I, I probably kind of would have rolled the dice. Me personally, that's just me and seeing, like, what you going to do for me this year. Are you going, you start off hot, but you fade out. You fade out when it's important. And I think that's I think that's got to be looked at, you know, when it comes to these guys getting these contracts. We seen with the Josh Allen's of the Royals, the Pat Mahomes of the Royals, the Aaron Rodgers of the Royals, what they can do, you know. And um, no, I'm not saying that he sh- he should have got his money. It's it's cool. He should have got his money, but I think he should have. I think the organization should have kind of rolled the dice a little bit and see what they they could get out of him in one more year. Who's that? 
Kyler Murray why? I'm talking why about. Why roll the dice? There's, there's nothing there to supplement for what they have with him. I know. I, and nothing. I I, and I understand that. It, for me, D, for me, not saying that he don't supposed to get his money. It's just that his play, his play, you can be all rural in the beginning of the year. And then at the end, mid-season, down the home, and then the home run stretch, you're not available or you phase out. You know, you're not playing important football. You're not playing important football and you're making this type of money. Well, they made the playoffs last year. You know, and then what happened to them? Well, they made the playoffs. I ain't talking about the result, but they but made I'm the saying, playoffs. But I'm saying, they did make the playoffs, but they phased. The, the, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they lost, what, six straight going into the playoffs. They lost five of the last yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, five of the last six going into the but playoffs. But in all fairness, yeah, but Murray was injured. He And that's what I'm saying. He hasn't stayed healthy. He hasn't been able to stay on the field. Or when he is on the field, he fades out. He hasn't had a full, healthy season since he's been in Arizona. Neither has Lamar. He has. This is the first year Lamar has been hurt. He's hurt. This is this is his very first year. But we talking about hurt. It's a different. We're talking about a unanimous MVP here. It's, it's, it's we're also talking we about the position. We are, and and for me, I think I think he got it a little too early. I disagree. You know, and it, it, and it's cool to disagree, but for me. I would have rolled the dice, D. I, I'm happy he got his money. Well, if you roll the but dice, I don't think that his play. If you roll I don't the think, dice, I don't think his play okay. warrants two hundred and sixty million dollars. Two hundred and thirty. I think you're dollars. focused on the football side. Mm-hmm. You got to go to the business side as well. And I understand that. So I the face that. of your team is your quarterback. He is the face of the Arizona Cardinals right now. Is Kyler Murray and no one else. Mm-hmm. He's the face. When you see the posters in Arizona, when you drive to the game, who's on the billboards? When you watch them in primetime games on Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football, of course he's who's on the, the billboards because he's the face. Yeah, exactly. So the, you you if you side. roll the dice on that, now you sit in a situation where your situation is going to turn ugly. Yeah, it could. It, it could turn ugly. It and then could. what is going to supplement? Look at the Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott. They rolled the dice on Dak, didn't they? <laughs> they did. But what did they end up doing? Paying more than they wanted to in the first place. They did because they could have paid Dak one forty. Two but years ago, to, but they had to pay more. You're right, and they had almost. But I'm saying, and, 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 and if and, and if the kid, if the kids just so happen to ball out, let's say he go to an NFC Championship or something, what you got to up more money, you know? I, I don't but, think uh, they want to do it like I, that. I, I, and, and you're right, they probably got a metal steel, D. Yeah. They probably did. Yeah. But f- but for me, I'm just looking. I'm like, man, like, dang, I understand, I understand the business, and he got his money. I just D for me. For me, I, I wouldn't have took that chance yet. But as far as Lamar, man, it's 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 shocking to see these quarterbacks. It's like if I see another quarterback get this money before him, like I I, I don't know what to do. Like my head's my head is spun when it comes to Lamar not getting his money. And like it's just it's just crazy how so much negativity is going around Lamar with the uh, he's not a number one, or you can't win with him, or players want to leave because of Lamar. I just don't see it, D. This is a quarterback who throws for three and 4,000 yards in the season and rush for two. I mean, I mean, we'll rush for 15, 1,600 yards too. So I don't understand what it is. Like the offense is Lamar and him, for him not to be able to get his money. Rumors out there swirl and swirl that his representation has a part to do with it. But I, 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 D, I just, I just, it just sucks that he, they don't get his money, but every quarterback that get his money, like you said, going to reset it. And you know, if I'm if I'm Lamar, uh, who up in in the person that's his mother who's representing him, I'm like, man, three hundred or better on that table, three hundred or better. 
We can't we can't talk unless we're talking about 300. Kyler Murray just got 230, and he ain't got no MVP, nothing to He got two Pro Bowls, okay. He ain't really got nothing to show for it, but Lamar has to get paid, and the fact that he showed up to camp, and that's why I said he, he's on the last year of that deal, which is $22 million. He's not finna miss out on that. So, you know, he gonna report to camp and do what he's supposed to do. But uh, if that wasn't the situation, I think we would have had Lamar holding out because this is this is ridiculous that a unanimous MVP and the things he's done in the league in this short period of time and he hasn't been compensated for that D, it is so wild to me. And it's something that the Baltimore Ravens, they need to they, they have to get it done or they're going to lose Lamar. Yeah, um, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, usually when MVPs win MVPs, they get paid right then. Mm-hmm. Unanimous know? MVP. Yeah, you, you get paid right then. I mean, Patrick Mahomes paid right away. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers paid handsomely. Mm-hmm. G- Tom Brady, I mean, you get paid. And does Lamar's representation have something to do with this? Maybe. Maybe it does. What are What is Lamar and his representation asking for? His mother is his agent. What are they asking for? We don't know what they're asking for. The market right now, Lamar Jackson has to start at 290 and up. <laughs> it has to. Because I, I'm not understanding, is Josh Allen, what he's done in the league so far, is it comparable to Lamar Jackson's? The answer is no. Is Josh great? Yes. Is he ascending? Yes. Has Buffalo been prominent? Yes. But he has not done what Lamar has done. Kyler Murray has not done what Lamar has done. Anybody behind Lamar, Herbert, Bureau, have not done what Lamar has done. There's only been one to do more than Lamar. Mm. And that's been Patty, my homeboy. And he's been taken care of handsomely. Yeah. So I ask Baltimore Ravens, your insiders, your front office, why leak? Because they're leaking this. Why leak the information that Lamar, we don't, you know, Lamar has a ceiling. Lamar can only do so much. Why leak this? Mm. Y'all, they're, Baltimore's leaking it. They want Lamar to sign what they want, what they want him to sign, but Lamar's not going to do that. And he shouldn't. 300 tops, 200 million at signing. Woo. That's a fact. No, that's Woo. that's reality. You said two hundred that signing. Two hundred million that signing. Deshaun Watson got two thirty. He two forty. Guaranteed fully. Fully at signing. It ain't played in two years, my at boy. Signing. <laughs> when he woke up that morning after he went to Cleveland, it's all that in line, his bank. It's in the bank account. <laughs> so Deshaun Watson, who hasn't played in two years, electrifying quarterback. We talk about Deshaun all the time, but not on the level with a Deshaun but, but, with, a, but, but, with a Lamar but, but, but Jackson. He but he ain't done what Lamar's done. Yes. Yeah. Three hundred million. We can start negotiating at 290. We can start negotiating there, but we're going to get to 300. Talk, we can't talk to 300. We can start bro. negotiating at 290, but we're going to get to 300. Why, why 290? We can start talking. I said we can start talking. You, you, know, you know why I say 300? Why's that? The unanimous MVP is 300. That's I understand the talk. that. That's the talk, Respect. bro. Respect. You can't talk to me. My thing you is. You can't talk to me unless you say 300 out your mouth. Sign for 300 <laughs> and 200 men that signing. 200 men. So let me ask you this. Do you think. Do you think is they're going over over the whole contract and the and the money in it, or is this more like the guaranteed money? They 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 not on the same side. With? I think it's the whole contract. 
think it's the whole contract. It's the entire okay. thing. Okay. Okay. Because I gotta think that Josh Allen, his representations, they're 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 going starting where with Josh Allen. Cause Josh Allen got two fifty. He did. So they starting there. So Deshaun money don't mean nothing to them. Calamari money don't mean nothing. Okay, so it was all they, based on what Josh Allen got. I, I think Josh Allen is you got Pat. They I don't think they'll they, argue Pat. You can't argue Pat. You can't because he got too much money. You can't argue Pat because of what he's done. But he ain't even high as paid no more. That's the thing. I'm just saying his contract. Okay. The contract. Lamar really, I believe Lamar want to be high as paid quarterback. He's not going to be. Okay. I he's believe not. he wants to be. Now, per year, yes. He, he could grab that. Money per year. But maybe he want fruits of his labor like Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is going to see more money after this 500. Yeah, he gonna re- if Pat Mahomes win another Super Bowl in two years and another MVP, we gonna he- re up again. Yeah, I got you. So Lamar, he so so Aaron has it now because of the per year. Yeah, look what it. Yeah, look okay, what Aaron's okay. done. Okay, I mean, my look, God, who's been hotter than three, him? Three MVPs. Yeah, right? who, who's hotter uh, than him? Two. He back to back. Back to back. You right? Who's hotter than him? Mm-hmm. So I think that Lamar Jackson, man, you can't holler at me, bro. Uh, I need to sign for three. And uh, when I come up to the facility, I need to sign and I need to have 200 in my bank so account. So, do you feel like him reporting is a smart thing to do to get that $22 million? Lamar just real, bro. You Lamar think it's just not, a real thing? I just think Lamar not flaw. And you, do you think it's about win, uh, really winning and he wants him wanting to win a Super Bowl, so that's why he don't let I think, it affect him off, I, off the field? I think Lamar just thorough. Okay. Like, he has a contract and he's building a culture in Baltimore that he's the leader of. Them boys depend on him. And he depend on them. Yeah. And they really, if you, man, anybody who talk about Lamar Jackson, they ain't, ain't nothing but the utmost. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. How you feel about all the, the, these, like you said, some of the reports coming out, Baltimore probably leaking them. And then you got players like Hollywood and then Pollard. All oh, these players talking about, you know, you can't win with Lamar. Now, Pollard flaw. Yeah, yeah. that's the flaw. And the way Hollywood expressed the whole situation, man. I kind of feel what he was saying because mm-hmm. you got to think about it. Like he said it. He said, "Man, they offense ain't predicated to what I do." He's not lying. He's not lying. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. You do have to have a tailor made offense for Lamar Jackson. That's not a lie. But you had a very good season with him just recently. You had over a, a thousand receiving yards, almost double digit touchdowns. How he it's did. not predicated? He, I, I, man, well, I mean, <laughs> that, that's how he feels. <laughs> He feels okay. like he wasn't predicated. He ain't throw no diss at Lamar. I know. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But him. I don't think he. I think he just was honestly like, look, look, bro. I just don't think I can elevate my career and get to live. I want to be in Baltimore. Okay. Does it have something to do with Lamar Jackson? Maybe. But the whole gist of this whole thing is not about where Lamar's going. Lamar has earned this money already. He's earned Give it already. Give it to him. I uh, I feel you. Everything that yeah. happens after he won MVP, it doesn't matter. He unanimous. has won the division twice. You got to say unanimous. He has won division twice. He has won <laughs> unanimous MVP, all pro, pro bowler, all of those things. The only thing Lamar has not checked off is a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's a gamer. He's a warrior. Will Lamar Jackson come to your game, your, your home field? Look out. Look out. You in for a fight all night long. So I don't, I don't like this. I hate it. I hope Lamar doesn't have to play out this contract. I, and then we start talking about franchise tag. Because that's where it's headed. Yeah. And if it gets to that point, that's a disgrace. Yes, it is a disgrace. The Baltimore Ravens front office, John Jim Harbaugh should all be disgusted. Because why him? And if you don't want him, we'll make it known who you want. Who is it? You want to trade him? You want to let him go to the free market? What is it? 
what is it that you want to do with Lamar Jackson? Because now the Ravens got to start answering some questions here. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee you, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow after this season, they're cashing in two seventy five and up. And I just, I was just saying, I was like, listen to me, and I was saying this in our conversation at work today, D. I was like, listen to me, if Justin Herbert get this money before Lamar and reset that mug again, it's gonna have to be some. It's gonna have to be some conversations. He is gonna do it. It's gonna have to be some conversation because, believe it or not, Justin Herbert gonna get his money. Oh. He gonna get his money. My God! You think the Chargers stupid enough to not give him his money? No, he getting that money. We that month might hit us before not even no reports coming that he a deal that is money. being talked about. Yeah, they just, that yeah. month just gonna get announced. But no, no, no he getting that bread. Dude, this really sucks, man. It and does. I'm and and I just feel like the front office is really dropping the ball here. I agree. And I don't know, like I told you, I don't know if it's because of their, his representation or they don't believe the representation is where it needs to be on Lamar's part. I don't know what it is, bro, but. I feel like Lamar, do what you gotta do. Whoever representing you, go get who you gotta get to get your paper, bro. I agree for real because this is this is ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. It's like ridiculous. you were supposed to have you were supposed to have your money last the the year after the MVP. Yeah, he's supposed to get paid after he won MVP <laughs> for real. And to be at this situation and see him not have his money and it's so crazy, man. After Lamar, I mean after Kyler Murray deal, uh. Came out. He was reporting to camp like thirty minutes later after that hit, and I was like, "Man, that gotta like he that gotta suck, brother." Hear about that right before you getting ready to go into camp and gotta look this front office in their face going into camp, you know. And the Baltimore Ravens, man, they really suck for this. And hopefully, I'm hoping that they can get this situation. Like you said, D, if it get to a point where they gotta attack this man, that's just gonna be awful. It's gonna be awful, man. For everybody involved. So we'll keep closely, uh, keep an eye on this story, man, and and hopefully we'll be getting some positive Lamar Jackson news. All right, Black. Let's get to the rankings. All right, the rankings, the Madden rankings of the top ten quarterbacks coming in to this season. All right, we're going to stop at start at the top at number one. Tom Brady is a ninety-seven overall. Uh, number one quarterback coming into this season, followed by Aaron Rodgers at a 96, Pat Mahomes at a 95, Josh Allen at a 92, Burrow at a 90, Prescott at a 89, Justin Herbert 88, Lamar and Russell Wilson both finish at an 87, and Matthew Stafford rounds out the top 10 with an 85. Black, any grievances or dislikes with this list? Why Josh Allen a 92, bro? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Yeah. I think that's kind of iffy right there, bro. It is. Should he be least, at least a 96? At least D? No. A not, I, no 96? I, I mean, I think you could time with I mean, Mahomes at a 95. So he should go more year. than a 95? Nah, you don't go. He ain't higher than Mahomes. I don't think he higher than Mahomes. Okay, so I think that 92 for Josh is, is kind of awkward to me. Joe Burrow being a 90. Okay. Okay, I think his play say more than that. Dak being at number six, woof, man, over Lamar and Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, uh, Matthew Stafford. D, I don't know. I will put I will put Dak at ten. You put all those guys over him. I will put all those guys over him. Wow. At I will put I will put Dak at if I will put Dak at ten. Lamar missed half the season, bro. This going off last year. This ain't right. what they are. Lamar missed half the season. It missed half the season. Mm-hmm. Dak beat Justin Herbert head to head out in Los Angeles, now. Nah. I'm just saying, we're going off last season. D. 
Going off last season, Cowboys won a division. Uh, uh, Justin Herbert got a field goal in triple overtime to make the playoffs. Last season, bro. I ain't talking about who's better. <laughs> I ain't talking about who's better. I'm just 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 letting you know. So for you, you he, he top six for you at he top six quarterback for you? There's only one what person. There's only one person that I will put above him on this list. Justin Herbert? No. Russell Wilson? No. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Because because of one the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I just I can't D. I can't. I like I actually like Dak. I don't have a problem with Dak. It's going off last but, year. But um, I, I I just love what I love these other quarterbacks over him in okay. my opinion. So mm. um, I I feel you with Matthew Stafford because he got a Super Bowl. Do you say he should he needs to be top five because of that Super Bowl? Would you I say think that Stafford needs to be number five? You push Burrow down. You push Burrow down? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my thing is Tom Brady shouldn't be number one. Okay? He shouldn't be? Aaron Rodgers should be number one. He had Let's awesome. Be. He had a great He had an awesome year. year, but he did not win the MVP. He did not. He did not. He also went home the same round Aaron Rodgers did. great year. He did. But who had a better year? The MVP did. You got to give. You got to flip-flop Aaron and Tom here. Tom got to be number two, man. Aaron got to be number one. I don't care if they had the same ranking. I don't care if they both was 97s. Put Aaron Rodgers number one. Let's be respectful. <laughs> Let's just be respectful. At number three, Pat Mahomes, we're cool with it. Four, Josh Allen, I'm cool with it. I think my, Josh Allen's ranking should be at least a 94 or even time Mahomes with a 95. Burrow, look, I love Joey B. That's I the love man's now. Joe. I love the boss, man. I love him. But um, <laughs> he should not be above Matthew Stafford. Actually, it's disgusting. Should he be higher than the 90? He should be right there. Because Burrow came on late. And the Bengals came on late. Came okay. on late. So, Joe Burrow at five, no. Matthew Stafford, bump him up to five. Okay? Joey B, probably right there with Dak for that. That spot because I can't shortchange Joey B. He went to the Super Bowl. Then everybody else, yeah, I'm cool with Herbert, Lamar, Russell finishing out. Russell Wilson probably should be number 10 on this list. All right, Lamar Jackson probably nine on this list based off last year. Justin Herbert, seven. I'll be cool with that just off last year. So I'm not mad about the 10 they selected. I don't, you don't think nobody's missing, do you? No, I don't think nobody's missing. Yeah, okay, so everybody's cool. Yeah. Everybody's cool on here. But I okay. want to take your temperature real quick okay, about one play on here. We what did we this with the running backs. We did who would crack who would crack the top five. Which one of these quarterbacks you say after this year would crack the top five that's not in the top five? <sighs> now y'all, See you know, hard at. Oh, you know I love Herbert, man. <laughs> <laughs> You already I was, know I was, it, man. Waiting, I was waiting to hear it. You already I was, know I love Herbert, man. That's my dude, man. I, love I just Justin wanted to Herbert. see what you yeah, going to say. Just, it. Justin Herbert. Yeah, for sure. I hope he does crack the top five. I, I love Justin Herbert, for sure. All right, they dropped a new ranking today. The top 10 teams. This is Madden's top 10 teams going into this season. At number one, they got the Buffalo, I mean the uh, Buccaneers at number one. Tampa mm. Bay at the number one spot, followed by the Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles Rams, Green Bay Packers, Baltimore Ravens at five, Chargers at six, Cowboys at seven, Chiefs at eight, Niners at, excuse me, Niners at eight, Eagles at nine, Bengals at ten. Mm. That is their top 10 list what? According to teams The highest ranked team Is 92 overall That is the Buccaneers Followed by 89 for the Bills 88 for the Rams 88 for the Packers 87 for the Rams. It's based on last year Or going into the year Based on last year mm. And what was the what, were, what was the Cowboys at? The Cowboys were at the 7th spot The 6th spot who was in front overall. of them? The Chargers 87 Um 
Chargers didn't make the playoffs. I think the Cowboys got to be higher than seven. Okay. Because they was a playoff team. They okay. had a good year. Uh, they had a they had a good year, even though they lost in the playoffs. So I would take the Chargers from out that sixth spot. Mm-hmm. Who was the fifteen? The Ravens. The Ravens. Um, they didn't make the playoffs as well. Lamar got hurt, and they they didn't do well when he wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. So I would say the Cowboys was a top five team last year. Would you say that they were better than the Chiefs? Because uh, the Chiefs are underneath them. I would not. So the Chiefs are underneath. And then they played each other head-to-head, and the Chiefs won. They did. Yeah. They did. Well, definitely I got the Cowboys as a top five team last year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I ain't mad at that. <clears throat> I ain't mad at that. I, I mean, they have the Bucks number one overall. I mean, man. Why the, Los Angeles Ravens, why the Los Angeles Rams can't have that spot? I think they should because they won the Super Bowl if you're basing it off last year. They and look at what they got one. coming back. I agree with you. Yeah, they should be number one. Why the Rams ain't number one? Yeah. And I'm going to be real with you. Buffalo is number two. Over Chiefs? Over the, over the Chiefs. The Chiefs shouldn't be higher than what they are? I got my list is Rams one, Bills two, Bucks three, then the Chiefs. But what what are you looking at with the Chiefs? We know they had their struggles early, but they came on late. So what what exactly? What is life going to be? What is life going to be without Tyreek Hill this year? It's not based on. It is. It's it's, 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 it's based, based off last it's year. Based off last year, right? Well, we have, and the rosters are currently constructed. They don't have Tyreek Hill. Okay. What is life going to be like without Tyreek Hill? We don't know. We don't know. But I'm saying if you're basing it off last year, then I feel I feel like they should be a top three team. I don't. I based don't. off last why not? Because Tyreek Hill's gone. This is based off last year, but yeah. it is what they're If you're basing it off, I'm not talking about Tyreek being gone. Okay. I'm talking about you what you seen last year from the Chiefs, Chiefs that weren't them not to be a top top three team. The Chiefs had to come on strong them last seven games. So did they not? The struggles for you early. That's yeah. why you want to make them a top yeah, three Buffalo team. Buffalo struggle last year? They actually did. Early. Well, the first three weeks of the season. <laughs> they lost to the Jaguars. Yeah, that was the first game. <laughs> that wasn't the first game. First dude. or second game. They played them early. <laughs> but they said went 12 and 4. No, they lost they lost six games last year. No, they didn't. They lost Look up their record. They 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 ain't lose more than five. Like, I think they lost like six. They ain't lose more than five. Like bro. five or either six, D. Okay. I think they won that division with six losses, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And I ain't saying much, but okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> But yeah, I just man, I don't know. I just really like, I just really like the. I agree with you with the Rams. They have to be number one because they won the Super Bowl. And if you're saying it's predicated on also going in, going into the pieces that's constructed now, going into the new year as well, they still got to be one because they added they added good good pieces. They they lost Odell and and gained Allen Robinson, who's gonna be a. A really good piece to put along with Cooper Cups, so, and they might they might not have lost Odell, yeah, all the way, yeah. And not. then <laughs> the Buffalo Bills, we seen what that's about, you know. They got and Vaughn out there, I, and they got Vaughn out there, and man, <laughs> can can Josh Allen ceiling get any higher than what it already is? Dude? Yeah, it can. <laughs> Bring so, an MVP home. So yeah, I just um. I like I like where they at. I agree with you with with the Buffalo being two, but definitely for me in this whole conversation, I feel like the Cowboys got to be a top five team. Okay, all right, that's the real standout for me. All right, tenfold. All right, Black coming out of the Madden rankings, man. Let's go back to WWE for a second. Black, we have SummerSlam, the summertime classic from the brand taking place this Saturday night. So WWE is doing a Saturday night pay per view. 
once again this week. Uh, some of the matches uh, going into this um, are decent. Um, let's go ahead and start at the bottom. You got one of your guys, Logan Paul. I know how you love the Paul brothers. Uh, <laughs> Logan Paul is uh, signed a contract, man. He signed a contract to be with the WWE, and he's got a match. Yeah. He's got a match. He's going to be facing The Miz. Now, this started back at WrestleMania when The Miz turned on him. Black, what do you think we're going to see in Logan Paul's first singles match against The Miz? I think it's going, I think it's going to be a horrible match. Because, you really? know, they say rumors coming out is that he's really struggling, you know, with his performing in the ring. So, we're going to see. I think it's going to be horrible, horrible, but I think Logan Paul going to get better with time. I'm going to say horrible. Yeah, but um, I expect this to be a dozer. You know, I think really? I might take a, You know, even though I mess with the Paul brothers, I might, you might, I might check in a little bit, you know, maybe go take a, look, a quick piss. You oh, know, my so. goodness, bro. <laughs> You know, that's hard, bro. I think Logan. I think they gonna. I think Logan Paul win this though. But I just, I just think no it's way. gonna be a dozer. Yeah, <laughs> no way Logan Paul wins this match. Uh, I think it's gonna be pretty good actually. I think the Miz will carry Logan Paul. Logan Paul so? some, yeah, Logan Paul okay. some real good athleticism. And his wrestling he was struggling now, and that in, in in his performing now. Well, he's an athlete. I like what he did. I mean, what what you can't put the house on him. You can't. You know what I mean? I think the Miz is gonna carry him, and I think you're gonna get a pretty decent match with some surprises. You're gonna get some entertainment. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Logan Paul does in the ring. I'm not as harsh on it uh, <laughs> as you are, but we'll find out what takes place. All right, Black. Here we go. I got a bad feeling about this one, man. Bianca Belair is putting a Raw Women's Championship. On the line against the man. All right, Becky Lynch. Black, what happens, man? How long can you really keep the belt off Becky? You know, Becky just... Not long, man. Becky just all over the place. I just, not long, I, I man. I think it's it's not going to never be a situation that Becky can't have that belt off, off of her for a long time. I hate to say it, but I think they're going to put it back on Becky, man. Yeah, man. I think... I, yeah, man. It's getting kind of star with Bianca a little bit. It's, I like... I love Bianca. I really do. But Becky just bring that... That if that 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 what you need to it, you know that pop, you know. So I I, I think they're going to take this belt. I believe they take this belt off uh, Bianca and put it back on Becky. Yeah, man. Um, I just think that Bianca has had it for a while, and I love Bianca like you do, but it just hasn't pushed the pace in that division. And you could just tell the difference with Becky and everyone else. And they don't have another spot to put Becky. They tried to get her in there with Oscar. No one wants to see that. Becky's got to have a belt. <laughs> you're going into the second half of your year. So that means you're running down the lane, heading into Rumble again, getting ready for Mania again. So you got to kind of find a spot. I think Becky Lynch wins and regains the Raw Women's Strap. All right, Black Liv Morgan, the people's mm. champ, the SmackDown champion, will be going up against the, the baddest woman in the planet, Ronda Rousey. Black... Uh, does Ronda get the win here, or does Liv Morgan continue her uh her run, so to speak? I don't think Ronda wins. Okay. I think they want to see what they got with Liv with this belt around because her pop's been really good since he won it. Yeah. So I think they keep the strap around her for a little bit, but at some point, I believe Ronda get it back. Just not right now because I believe WWE want to see what they really got with Liv Morgan. I think Liv retains as well. I think there is some type of interference in this match, something that we're not going to be expecting. I think this is Ronda's time to buy out and go away for the latter months. 
uh, of the year until Rumble and stuff comes back around. She's been around since Mania. Yeah, she has. So she's that's been a, here. That's a, that's a good she's time. Been she's here been here for a minute. So yeah. I think Liv wins. I think we get some type of interference of some sort. <laughs> And then Ronda goes on, and we won't see her again until um, uh, Rumble. All right, the undisputed tag champions of the world, my boys, the Usos. Say Us, they'll be defending the undisputed tag titles against the Street Profits. Black, does it happen? Do the Usos lose the titles to the fan favorite Street Profits? No, they don't. Okay. I just don't believe they will. I think they're going right. to keep the belt on the Usos, man. I, I like what they're doing with the Usos. They had them, but they didn't have them belts a long time. I think they got the longest streak or something like they that for Tag had well over a year. Yeah, but uh, the Street Profits, they, they game, but I just, I don't see them taking the belts off of them just yet. I think it's probably going to be. Um, some some t- I believe it to be some type of interference or something something crazy that happened D, uh, with this match. But um, I believe the uh, the Usos retain these belts. The Usos win. But you ready for this? <clears throat> I think Montez Ford turns on Dawkins, and he getting ready for his solo you career. You seen that somewhere? And I did not. Didn't I? Did not. God honest truth. <laughs> okay. The energy for Montez Ford is through the roof. When he's in the ring, he is beyond electric. A guy like that reminds me of when Shawn Michaels was with the Rockers. It just has that feeling that Dawkins is kind of holding him back. I like Dawkins. So could you see him being a superstar? I do. Really? I Like think championship I, type yes, guy? Yes. His athleticism, his charisma, he is excellent on the microphone. The thing is, I don't see him as a heel. Okay, so he always be a good guy. But he would have to go heel to turn on Dawkins. He would. I'm calling for it. Okay. I'm calling for Montez Ford to turn on Dawkins. That's interesting. And start his singles career. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it on the big stage, right? Las Vegas, SummerSlam, what other stage to do it? Mm. All right, we're going to kind of run through the rest of the car. Bobby Lashley defending the United States title against Austin Theory. Black, does Lashley retain? Yeah, I think he retains. I think he does not. I think Austin Theory, they are, <laughs> they about to do something with him. Mm-hmm. They about to do some with him. I think he defeats Lashley and regains the United States Championship. Black, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. This is the match I'll probably take a nap on. <laughs> probably go and refill my yeah. drink. Yeah, yeah. And uh much. just But we'll I like my guy happens. Pat, man. I like Pat. I'm going too. Pat McAfee, man. I'm gonna go Pat too, yeah. but God, how much can Corbin go through? My man, God. I mean Corbin He <laughs> loses like, everybody. Look like Corbin kicked his soul out of McAfee though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I'm also go McAfee. And all right, Black, last man standing. Undisputed championship. Brock Lesnar going after my guy, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Black, does Lesnar finally beat Reigns? I think he does, <laughs> but I don't think he keeps the belt. I think old boy cash in and become champ. Okay. <laughs> I believe Lesnar beats because all reports still stand there. Roman Reigns is going away. He's going away. We don't see him often. We don't really see him. He's making an appearance tonight on Raw finally after so many weeks. We don't see much of him. So why continue to keep the belts on him when he's going away? But 
I think the twist here because you got to realize uh, who's my guy with the money. In the, what's his name? Austin Theory. Austin Theory been getting into it with Brock. I believe Brock win the belts, but Austin cashes in and win the titles. So for that, you're saying Austin Austin Theory will hold three belts. I didn't say that was gonna happen. You said he would beat Bobby Lashley. Yeah, but I'm I didn't saying, say but he I'm was, saying, yeah, I have to win. Your thing happens, my then thing yeah. Is three belts. Then yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but I, that's why I don't think he's going to beat Bobby, and I think he cashes in on Brock and wins those belts. Undisputed champ. I believe Vince this final, even though Vince is gone, this is Vince guy, and and one last thing he had in the pipe down the pipe was theory to become undisputed champ. I still don't. <laughs> I still don't see a situation. Come on now. I still don't see a situation where Reigns loses. Okay. I just don't. You're supposed to go away, D. We don't see much of him now. I just don't see a situation where he loses. Weeks at a time, we see him now. Come on. What good does it do for Lesnar to beat him and for Theory to cash in? Because they're trying to build this thing with him and Theory. We've been seeing it the last two or three weeks here now. Wouldn't it be better if Theory cashes in on Reigns? No. On Brock because he got a storyline with Brock. Who's the bigger attraction? I understand. No, no, no. I, Let's talk about storyline. Yeah. Storyline. I'm talking about storyline here too. Why would Brock Lesnar win the title just to lose <clears> it in <throat> five seconds to Austin Theory? Because they, him and Theory have a storyline together here now. Reigns hasn't been pinned in three years. He hasn't, but, but I believe Brock's going to pin him. You, it's a last man standing match. Oh. You don't have to be pinned. Theory will have to pin someone to win the title. Yeah, but I think, I believe uh, last man standing, somebody like... So, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar get up at the last minute while Reigns still down, and he'll barely be okay. able to stand on his feet. And Theory Possibly. will come out and well. hit him with that finishing move, and there you go. I'm gonna take Reigns <laughs> to win. I'm gonna take Reigns to win and continue on. But a part of me does say that Theory will cash in, and he will pin Reigns' shoulders, and not Brock. And no, even with the story, because line. it's not gonna do anything for Theory to beat Brock. Brock has been beaten, beat left and right by everybody. He got a storyline together. So does Reigns. He's ran in on Reigns' promos. He's ran in with the uh, Usos. So does he. He has storylines with both of them. Okay. But the bigger lift for Theory and for WWE, what makes the most sense, if you're going to catapult his kid to the next level, he needs to pin Reigns. Okay. I All just right. that's just my thoughts. He just gotta beat I like the it guy though, either way. I just think he's gonna cash in. I just think it's gonna be Brock. He gotta beat the guy who hasn't been pinned in over three years. Okay. I got you, but boy, I would love it. I think theory I think he cashing in regardless. Okay. <laughs> now I'm gonna be glued yes, to definitely. that match. Because something is gonna take place. Oh, yes. It's SummerSlam. Something always happens. Place. Do you let me ask you this before we go to to the next segment. Do you think any prize, any surprises, like people coming back, anything? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see any big returns. I mean, you got Bailey and Sasha Banks out there. Rumors have been that Bailey's been cleared um, and she's healthy to get going again. Uh, rumors have that Sasha Banks has, you know, settled her. Yeah, yeah, has settled her differences. Her and Naomi have settled the differences. With WWE going forward, I don't really see where they would jump in at. Um, the only thing I could possibly see is if Belair retains over Lynch, and you might get Bailey to ruffle the feathers at the end. 
What 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 or what Sasha? About, what about Sasha? Maybe because you know you, maybe. you just were talking about they gotta push her. Why they holding her back? Could her selling in and getting back uh, on good graces with WWE? Because could they be finally at the point where they want to push her? And maybe it could, it could be something with Raw with Becky and 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 Bianca. Maybe okay. Maybe I'm, I just don't see like I just don't see where that could like I just don't see it. I just don't see it. If, if it happens, I'll be cool with it, but I, but I just don't see it. Okay. All right. All right, man, we're going to transfer over into the National Football League. We're going to cover the AAF, AFC South. All right, the AFC South we're getting ready to talk about, man. Black, Texans, Jags, Colts, and the reigning champion, Tennessee Titans. Black, let's go ahead and start with the Houston Texans. Davis Mill led Texans. Texas won what two games last year. New head coach in Lovey Smith. Black, do you see Houston gathering enough pieces where they can improve and really become a team that you can say, you know what? They play hard. And I might necessarily might not want to play them. Um I think they'll I, I think they'll be I think they really will be a, a, a tougher team uh this year. They were four and thirteen, but I don't think it uh I don't think it uh, amount to uh, a lot of wins. I think they may have a a worse record than what they had last year. They were four and four and thirteen. I got them winning like two or three games next year. I just don't think they're yet with all the pieces to put around Davis Mills and um the kid Mechie. He's not going to be playing um this year because of the the devastating news about him having leukemia, so he's going to miss the whole year. So really? I have, didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to have Mechie. They're not going to have from Alabama. Sure, from Alabama. Yeah, I did he, not know he had that. Leukemia, so he's going to be out the year. Oh man! So I did that's not another know that. wow. that's another key piece going for for Houston. D, I think they I think I think with under Lovey Smith, I think they'll be very tough team. I think they'll compete in games, but I don't think it. Uh, uh, I don't think they'll be get wins behind it. D, so I got them. I got them not doing too well this year. Man, I did not know that about Michi. Yeah, yeah. When did that come out? That came out um, what did they Monday like Saturday? It it came it came down the pipe like Saturday. Man, I must have missed that. Wow, yeah. wow. <laughs> Shout out to Michi, man. Get well soon, bro, for sure. Uh, they're gonna be trash. I'm not gonna. I don't have a real. Man, you gotta break it. You just can't say they're gonna be. You gotta give me something. Okay, bro. they win four games. Do you think they're gonna be a team? Are they gonna compete in no. a lot? Of- they just gonna be trash, bro. Yeah. They got a lot of youth well, around them. They got a lot of youth around them. Davis Mills, they got tape on Davis now. Here probably lead the league in picks. <laughs> Lovey Smith, you know, his guys will play hard for the first five, six weeks throughout the season. You know, Lovey could probably get them going, but uh So they have the number one pick next year? They'll be in the running for sure, one or two. Okay. Yeah, I, I just don't really see much coming out of Houston. Okay. That's all I really got. Dang, bro. I mean, I, I gave a full broke now breakdown of Houston Hill, man. And I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm glad you did because going into this, I just didn't have much to talk about okay. with the Houston Texans. I mean, they added some nice pieces in the draft. Uh, the kid from LSU, uh, single the the corner, uh, Singletary, Singletary, yes. love him. Oh no, no, not Singletary, Stingley, 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 Stingley. love yeah, him. Yeah, love him. Great Definitely. talent. Yes, but uh, gonna need more than that. Yeah, he, well, they, and and Lovey Smith is a defensive coach, so you expect them to probably have their defense to be. Pretty be okay. I don't think it'll be the best, but they'll be better than what they were last year. Yeah, I'm rooting for them. Okay, I'm rooting for them. But all in all, my boy, they're gonna nothing. be trash. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four and thirteen. 
Oh, so that's what they were last year. Were they? Four and thirteen. They I, said, I, I said they'll be three and thirteen this year. So you took a loss away. You I took, took a- one away. I took one. Oh, away. okay then. What what it be three uh three and fourteen? Three and fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. All right, all let's right. move it along, man, to the Indianapolis Colts. They acquired Matt Ryan in the offseason. Um, this is a this is a lot on the line for Frank Wright this year. I think it is. He is hot seat, probably number one or two in the NFL mm-hmm. going into this year. They flamed out miserably to end the season last year, losing to the Jaguars here in Jacksonville. All they had to do was beat the Jags, and they were in the playoffs. They could not do that. Carson Wentz is now gone. He is now a Washington commander. God, that name sucks. But uh, what do you see the Indianapolis Colts with? Um, a yeah, they're better at the quarterback position with Matt Ryan. Do they play a part in the AFC South? Can they win this division? Well, if we breaking down the Colts, and I know we don't supposed to get predictions on the record and everything, because okay. we don't do that on prediction show. But D, I think they're gonna be a lot better. All right, I think they're gonna be a lot better. I think they're gonna be a tough out for anybody they play because Matt Ryan gonna throw the football, and um, that's what these weapons on the outside they have been waiting on. Guys like Pittman Jr. Right. T. Still T. Y. Still there. Uh, Paris, I think his name, Paris Campbell, uh, former guy from Ohio State, he's still there. I think these weapons that they have on our side are going to reap the benefits of having Matt Ryan. And then that goes to say things are going to open up even more right. for Jonathan Taylor. Right. So, D, I think they're going to be a really tough out this year. Every team they play against, their defense is what it is. I mean, it was it was a top five defense last year, you know, and they didn't lose they didn't lose nothing on that side. So I think they'll be a lot better this year, D. I think they're going to they'll be a team that will contend this year coming out of the AFC South. I think they're going to be a tough team. I think they're going to be a tough team. I think uh, the addition of Matt Ryan is going to help them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the leadership with Matt, the experience with Matt, um, they haven't had real poise uh, with that position since the year with Phillip Rivers, even before that. I mean, they've been through Andrew the ring. Luck, yeah. Yeah, through, since Luck left. But mm-hmm. I think Rivers going to get – I mean, uh, Matt Ryan's going to give them some uh, calmness. He's going to – that offense is going to be able to relax a little bit. He's going to – you know, he has high football IQ. This is the former MVP of this league. He'll be able to make some plays on the outside. And he'll be able to make some plays on yeah. the outside. And he wanted a fresh start. He mm-hmm. wanted a fresh start coming out of Atlanta, which he gave all he had to Atlanta. He did. MVP, been to a Super Bowl, should be a Super Bowl champion today, but we know how that went. My <laughs> God. But uh, they're going to be a problem in the AFC South. Yeah. They're going definitely. to be something to be reckoned with. Uh, Taylor is an animal. Coming off leading the league in rushing, fantastic season. When you got a running game and you got a smart quarterback, you're gonna win games in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It don't got to be pretty. But you you just win. gotta win. Yeah. And I think the Colts are gonna win games. They are definitely gonna be vying for this division championship in the AFC South. I think they're gonna have a great record. I even think that this is a potential playoff team here. And like I said, I really think they're going to be knocking at the door of that division crown. Running game, Matt Ryan, solid defense. I mean, what else do you need? They have it. So watch out for the Indianapolis Colts really trying to rectify what they did uh, in the 2021-22 season. All right, Black, let's go to defending champions of the division, the Tennessee Titans, all right? Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, but they do not have A.J. Brown anymore. A.J. Brown is now a Philadelphia Eagle. Black, what does Vrabel and this Tennessee Titans team look like going into next year? They've been a viable uh, re- repetitive competitor 
these last two to three years, number one seed in the AFC last year, the year before that, I believe they were in the AFC Championship game against the... They went to uh, AFC Championship game... Against the Chiefs? Against the Chiefs, yeah. And the Chiefs beat them and went to the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl. No, they lost no, to they the lost. Bucks. They lost to the Bucks. So they You're were right. in the AFC title they game. Were. So they've been on a nice. They've been run. on a run. Yeah, yeah they yeah. flamed out. Who big time? Joey B. Joey B. The Sacked boys nine came times, out. My boy and one got out of there with a win. Ryan Tannehill was a problem. Mm-hmm. Henry coming off injury. Tell you something about that. Coming off injury, Black Tennessee Titans. What is the outlook that you have on them for this season? Run big hand. Okay, run is that going to be hand. enough? I don't know if it'll be enough, but you want to know something? This might shock you. I don't think Tannehill's the quarterback all year. I think this kid, kid Malik from Li- from Liberty, Oof. I think he can come in here and probably take this position from from Ryan Tannehill. Oof. I believe the kid is going to be hungry. He, I Oof. think he's he got a chip on his shoulder too for falling so far in that draft. Oof. I believe uh, he will work for this offense, even though with the weapons. And we forgot to say, even though they did lose AJ Brown, they also gained uh, the my boy from Robert, No, my kid from Arkansas and Robert Woods yes, coming off coming, coming off uh, injury. So it's going to be some key pieces. Defense is going to be what it is. Top notch defense last year also, and I think they just going to have to. Big Big Hen is going to be the leader of this thing, but I think they're going to have to. Uh, find to do something with with Ryan Tannehill because he cannot make plays when it counts. I think this kid, uh, Malik, uh, I can't think his his first Willis. Malik Willis will will make some plays for them and um be able to take this position from Ryan Tannehill next year. D. Well, that's a. Uh, I don't see that. Mm-hmm. I think Malik Willis Malik Willis is a project, mm-hmm. and Tannehill will have to get hurt. Tannehill's mm-hmm. not getting benched. I'm just saying, when you got, believe it or not, and I, Mike Raber is a great coach. Yeah, you know, some of these guys, all you got to do, it, it wouldn't be nothing far from what we've seen. You know, it's <laughs> how bad can he be? Ron Tannehill's not the best. You but know, Ron Tannehill has been good for this team. He faulted late last he's year. He's done enough. Huh? He's done. He's done enough. He's done enough. Yeah, but he's not. He's not at a point, in, in my opinion, he's not at a point where he should be uh, on the hook, so to speak, for a rookie quarterback that was drafted it, in the fifth round. And I'm not saying he even on the hook. I'm just saying, like, what if the kid can show a lot in in preseason, then perhaps get some time, you know, or find a way. And they say, just say this offense fits him more. The offense would be more effective. What Malik Willis at at behind center? I hear what you're saying, but Mike Vrabel ain't that type of coach. He's an oh, old school coach. He want to win. Yeah, but he's not an old school coach. And the one thing that's been holding him back there has been Ryan Tannehill. I disagree that for the last couple of years, Ryan Tannehill got him to the AFC Championship game. He got right? him there, but he hadn't been able to make the plays or the ones that's turning the ball over. Yeah, he had a bad second half to the year last year, and he had a black bad playoff game. And the year before that as well. They, what you mean? I'm saying the year before that, they, he also had another bad year that stopped them from... No, they went to the AFC Championship game the year before last year. Uh, this is what I'm saying. Stopped them from getting to a Super Bowl. That wasn't his fault. The Tennessee Titans had the lead in that game. They did. And Ryan Tannehill... But he had a chance where he could win the game and couldn't do that. But then went three and out and gave the, the ball back to Mahomes I think that's for un- Mahomes to do what he do. I think that's unfair to him. <laughs> I think that's un- un- unfair. I think that's an unfair okay. analysis. I'm just saying. Uh, I just, I just, I just I, really I, think. I hear what you're saying. Okay. And I understand what you're what you're saying. 
But I think Malik Willis as a fifth round pick, it would have to be something drastic. Hey, we seen that. Yeah, but Romo was injured. Like Romo was hurt. That's why. That's what I'm saying. Unless he gets hurt, Tannehill would have to get injured. That looked amazing, didn't it, Ricky? Yeah, fifth round, sixth, fifth, yeah, sixth Ro- round. Yeah, pick. there wasn't no need to see Romo because he was injured. Romo was coming back <laughs> from an injury, but Tannehill's held it. Look, I I know where you're going. <laughs> Ultimately, this will be Malik Willis' team at some point, but I just don't think it's well, this it's year. Well, it's Big Ken's team. It's Big Ken's team this well, year. Well, I'm just saying Ryan Tannehill's the quarterback. Yeah. They pay him a lot of money two years ago, $140 million, 80 of that guaranteed. So he's in place. He has two more years left on this deal. We'll have to see where it goes. They drafted Willis late. I can see if they would have drafted Willis in the first or second round, then I would have been with you. I would have been with you. I would have think the least would have been short, but not in the fifth round. Not in the fifth round. Not in the fifth round. So Tennessee's going to be a good team. Yeah, no doubt. They're going to be a good team. They might make the playoffs this year. They're going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah. I think that defense, the running game, Tannehill, Mike Graber's a really good coach. They're going to make the playoffs this year. Will they be as good as they were last year as the number one seed in the AFC? Nope. I don't see them being number one seed worthy this year. I don't see it. Big Hen have a bounce back year for you? I think Big Ben has a good year this year. Big Hen? Yeah. Okay. I think he has a good year. He's older. Then he go for 2,000 again? I do not think he goes for 2,000 this year. I don't think he goes for 2,000. Okay. I think Big Hen probably is around that 1,400, 1,500-yard rushing mark. He's up there uh, with the high totals of touchdowns this year. But I don't think Big Hen's going to come out here and people be talking about MVP. He's an older back. He's heavier. He's coming off a foot injury. He's going to be serviceable. He's going to be more than serviceable. But I don't think you're going to be looking at him like, my God. Now, I could be wrong. <laughs> That's come on But now. the older you get in the league, especially at that running back position, I mean, my God, the man, the carries that the man has just been having over the past four seasons have been astronomical. Yeah. So, I, at some point in time, you're going to start to see Big Hen not look like what we're used to. And I don't know if that's going to be this year, but I definitely don't see no 2,000-plus MVP-type season coming out of here. But I do have the Tennessee Titans potentially making the playoffs. Of course, we'll talk about that more uh, in the playoff show. All right, Black. Let's get into it, man. The Jacksonville Jaguars. We saved the home team for last. Black, what do you think about the Jags? New head coach, Dougie P, uh, the Blue-Eyed Angel in his second year. Uh, NTN is back. Christian Kirk was signed. Upgraded that defense. Black, how do you feel right now about the Jags? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, D. Okay. You know, um, I love I love the coaching moves, coaching head coaching move we made. We finally hired a winner in our in our great uh what is it <laughs> in the uh, the winningest coach we probably didn't had in franchise history that won the Super Bowl even though Tom Coughlin left us to get his Super Bowls but um I think this is the best coach that we didn't had in a very long time D and um Doug Doug Peterson he's he's a winner he knows how to win I just I'm I'm hopeful that things are going to be better I don't know. I, I know we're not giving predictions on win. I just want to see effective football on the offensive side, defensive side. I just feel like we're going to be much better. And um, I feel like the scheme that they're going to come with defensively, adding these athletic linebackers we got in the draft to see what they can do alongside with uh, adding Walker to put on that DN with Josh Allen. I think it's going to be interesting to see D. 
I just I'm hopeful that we could be a better team this year and, you know, make people think, OK, well, the Jaguars could be on their way. That's what I want to see. But it's one thing I do want to say, man, people, why are people talking so ill will on Sunshine, man? Like he ain't. Like yeah, he will. Just, just, what you mean? I mean, like I've been, I've been, I've been seeing people talking about. I love, I, I love Trevor Lawrence, but I just don't know if he'll take the next step, and he ain't gonna bring the Jaguars out of the mud. He's not the guy who can bring the Jaguars out of the mud. We don't know how his development is going to be. We think he'll look good in in Doug Peterson's scheme, but we don't know if he's going to be that quarterback to take the next step. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand these. What are they seeing? Like I'm, I'm. I really need to know that. I'm asking you that, and I know you got to get your spell on them. But it's kind of rubbed me the wrong way that they don't think Trevor Lawrence could be a really good quarterback in this league. But I just think the Jaguars still have a little, a little more, a little more time to work with him too, and then putting the the, the right pieces around him as well. And that's what we've begun to do. But to hear this negative talk about him not being able to take the next step in year two, that's horrible, D, to hear that because I think he can do that under the scheme of Doug Patterson. Peterson. Peterson, yeah. I don't care about none of that. <laughs> I don't care about none of that. Like, man, Freddie Brick said it best months ago, man. This city is used to losers. Mm. They're used to losing. So they have a losing mentality. So whoever said that, wherever that's There's coming from, reporters and well, they're beat losing. writers, okay, and, they're, they're, yeah. used to, they're used to the Jags losing. They're used to a loser, a losers' development. They're losers' franchise losing. They're used to seeing the Jags lose. That's what they're used to. I don't really take nothing from it. I really don't. I really, really, really don't take anything from it, man. Like the Jaguars got to prove they got They got they can win. Period. Trevor Lawrence got to prove he's that boy. Period. So all the negativity that's still out there, is it warranted? Yeah, it is. It is. The Jaguars were pathetic last year. That's a fact. Trevor Lawrence showed some signs late in the year. Mm-hmm. The last two games of the year, he really looked like something out there. You got to hope that he can grow on that. You got to hope that Doug Peterson's offense is going to be able to display his true talents and what he can do. Christian Kirk, NTN, uh, all the offensive weapons that we have around uh, Trevor Lawrence, you got to see if they're going to be pushing forward. Is the defense going to be serviceable? Are the Jaguars going to get stops? Can we get turnovers on the defensive side of the ball? Can we get that? So it's a lot there. So those people who are still in a negative mind state, cool, man. But when these boys start winning and this thing starts to turn around, you see a better product on the field, then the conversation will change. And I believe it is going to change. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying the Jazz going to the Super Bowl this year. I ain't saying the Jazz going to the AFC. I ain't even saying the Jazz going to the division. But I'm confident they of a more uh, polished product on the field. Gotcha. Okay. I'm confident in that. Doug, Doug Peterson ain't down here just to kick it, bro. That's what Urban Meyer did. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Meyer came down here to kick it, bro. And we seen, and thank God that he didn't, didn't leave a bigger mess than what he did leave. Mm-hmm. Think about it. The Jaguars could be in hell right now. They could be. But they're not. They're not. Mm. They're in a really nice spot right now. And a lot of eyes are going to be on Lawrence. A lot of eyes are going to be on Peterson. They just are. And rightfully so. So I'm hopeful for the Jags. I do believe that we're going to get a better product. I believe they'll be competitive. And I think they're going to be able to catch a lot of teams lurking because you don't have tape on this. You know how it goes in the league. You got to have tape. And if you don't have tape, you got to prepare the best you can. And hopefully the Jags are prepared enough where they can catch a lot of teams sleeping early. 
and develop that throughout the later of the year to develop a winning mindset. Go on a two or three game winning streak. Beat a big team who you don't think you can beat. Go and beat Tennessee early in the year up at Tennessee. Do some things that are capable, man, of promoting a winning culture. And I think they have the ability to do that. Now, I'm going to try to get our college football correspondent Rashad in here, but my phone is tripping. Was not letting me call because I can't even hear me calling the man. Hello? Rashad. So I'm to say I'm not sure what's going on with my phone. I don't even know if he on here or not. Oh, there you go. But that's the speaker. Yo, yo. My phone tripping. Rashad, you hear me? I don't know what's up with my phone. I'm trying to get Rashad in here, but I cannot hear him at all. I know he is on the phone. Ugh. I'm sorry for this. So he didn't answer anyway. So I don't know what's up with my phone, but it was so trippy. But anyway, so we're going to go ahead and go forward, try to get Rashad, our Jacksonville Jaguars correspondent, Mr. Move Them Chains on the line. But I'm having some technical difficulties with my cell phone, getting it to act right. But we're going to go ahead and move along with the show. All right, Black, let's switch over. Let's switch over to college football, my man. Now, we're going to take a different route here. We are going to talk Florida State. But, Black, there was a list that came out. All right? <laughs> Oh, Rashad just texted me. He uh not able to answer the phone call, and uh, we'll get with him later. All right? All right. So, Blacklist, there was a list that came out right before the show started. Shout out to the Green Room, Kevin Dunbar, and Tyrone Coppo, Cedric Farr. So, the guy, some guy at Pro Football Focus put out a list. His name is Anthony Trache. He put on a top 10 college football quarterback list. All right? So, at number 10, he had Tyler Van Dyke from Miami, Kadon Slovis, from Pitt, Dylan Gabriel from OU, Brennan Armstrong from Virginia, Grayson McCall from is that my boys out there at the uh them my boys black? Who the man, black? Black, who is it? The Shanta Clouds. Okay. <laughs> my boys. The fighting Shanta Clouds. Alright. Shout out my dog McCall, you feel me? At number six. Uh Wake Force is Sam Hartman. CJ Stroud at number four. That's Spencer Rattler at three. Caleb Williams at two. Bryce Young at one. Black. Let's go ahead and get this started. What kind of list is this, my boy? A horrible list, bro. What is That's this? What this is uh, CJ Stroud is number two, right behind Bryce Young. Caleb Williams is three. Spencer Rattler shouldn't even be in the. <laughs> Lord have mercy. My God, if, if he on his list, he number ten. Tyler Van Dyke. He he out. <laughs> I'm not going to put him. I'm not going to give him the nod over Sam Hartman because Sam Hartman had an awesome, awesome year last year for the wait for the wait for his Demon Deacons. He did. Yes, he did. And um, they went the AFC. Cha- I mean, they went to ACC championship and they lost the pit. Uh, Grayson McCall, like D said, this kid's been having a great year since he's been the co- quarterback for the uh, Fighting Chanticleers. Okay. So I will. I will put. I will put him right. I think he's he's good right where he at at six, but. Um, Brennan Armstrong, Dylan Gabriel, been a guy at UCF a few years. Don't really know how much he's going to have for the Oklahoma Sooners, so okay. But definitely uh, Tyler Van Dyke has to be has to be uh, in the top, at least the top six. D. Spencer Rattler is not a, a a if he's in the top ten, he's ten in my opinion. 
he's 10. And I will move Tyler Van Dyke. I move move San, San Hartman up to number four behind Caleb Williams. And then Grayson McCall. And then um, Tyler Van Dyke right behind uh, Grayson McCall from, from this fight in Chanticleers. And then the rest of everybody else could fall in, my boy. Yeah, CJ Stroud is definitely number two <laughs> on this list. For Spencer Riley to be at three after his year last year is crazy. Of course, it's no, it's no, uh, it's no secret that I have caped for Spencer Riley mm-hmm. very hard in the past. Yeah, I don't plan on you doing that anymore. I still like Spencer. Okay. I still like him, but I don't. Obviously, I don't have the same sentiments and feelings that I had for him a year ago. But I do think he's going to make South Carolina better. I think South Carolina is going to be a little better with Spencer Rattler. But for him to be three on this list, come on, man! Like. <laughs> If he's going to be on this list, he got to be 10, and it's a joke. Tyler Van Dyke is definitely should be higher, and I'm going to take it a step forward. I'm going to take Van Dyke type five in college football, man. Over, I'm going to put him over Hartman, and I'm going to put him over McCall. Really? Um, Maybe even in the top four. The thing I saw from Van Dyke last year, if you could stand in that pocket, man, and you could deliver them dimes, mm-hmm. and you could deliver strikes, and, and, and he has a, enough mobility – well, he's athletic enough to get outside the numbers and get a first down and make things interesting. He showed that Miami could be a problem this year if he plays exceptional. If he plays exceptional, Miami could win the ACC this year. They could. They could win it. I hate the Canes. I don't have – I hate them. At this point in time, I hate Miami fans more than I hate Florida fans because mm-hmm. the Hurricane fans are the most delusional fans I ever <laughs> come across in my lifetime. Especially over the last two to three years. Shout out to the Hurricanes. But Van Dyke, that boy. He him. And I know he got get back on his mind for a lot of games from last year. Especially with them boys up there at the dope. I know we do. But we're going to have to see what it be like. But Van Dyke definitely got to be Grayson, high on this list. Grayson McCall could do all those things you just talked about. Hold on, about my Van boy. Dyke. Hold on. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Grayson McCall, my boy. From the Fighting Shot of Clowns. <laughs> I was very, very tempted to put my man at three, man. Mm. I was tempted to put him at three because he had an outstanding year. Two years. He's two outs- two years outstanding. And, you know, some of them draft balls are kind of different now with my boy coming up the list I now. see. You. I see he's strolling up the uh, list now. My boy, Grayson McCall. Let's see what the shot the class can do. But he in the top five. He in the top five? He top five for sure. I you think their first game on a Friday night, I'll keep, be locked in. You keep Sam Hartman in? I do. He was sensational for Wake Forest. Okay. Almost 5,000 yards or something like that. He threw that shit ridiculous. I mean, the ACC got some nice quarterbacks. Now, I don't know about a couple of these guys. Uh, <laughs> Kendon Slovis. I don't know who that is. I don't is. really know who he is. Just a transfer taking uh, our boy Pickett place, bro. That's all he is. Uh, Brennan, Brennan Armstrong. I don't really know how he's catapulted to this list. So I'm not going to speak on these guys, but, you know, this list is kind of wild, my boy. It is. It's kind of wild, but, you know, we'll see what comes with it. All right, man. So before we close out the show, Black, college football, man. Let's talk a little college football, man. The Florida State Seminoles, Black. (laughs) We've been through this for about three years now. Three or four years? About four years. About four years. Black, what is your outlook? And we'll talk more about the Seminoles as we get to our college football preview show. What is your outlook on the Florida State Seminoles coming into this year, man? Another year with Coach uh, Norvell. We still got Jordan Travis as the presumed starter. 
decent recruiting class coming in this year. One person in particular will not be there this year because he out there with Prime. <laughs> Mr. Travis Hunter is out there with Prime. Black, what is your outlook on the Florida State Seminoles going into this season? D man, I just want to win, man. I just want to win. Man, I know it's going to be really tough because this, this, the schedule we have, you know, kicking things off against the scrub and then got to go to Del Valley up in LSU and play damn um, Brian Kelly once again. Seems like we play Brian Kelly every year. But having to deal with that nonsense and um, this tough schedule we have this year. So I just want to win some games. I want to see if Novell can take a step. He hasn't won much at Florida State. Florida State. So can he find a way to win more games than four or five? That's what I want to see if he could do that. Um, man, look, I'm Florida State through and through. I I want to see a good product on the field. I think it's I think this is the last ride for Novell because they have a new AD and they say he's a very strict. He want to see winning or you out the door. So this new AD they got, uh, I heard he's a no nonsense AD. And he's gonna he's gonna get the guys in there that that want to win that want to be better. So I think we could be looking at a, a a year where Norvell could be on this last ride if he don't produce wins this year. So hopefully we can find a way to win games, and hopefully we can say that we had a decent year this year. But um, I'm just I'm hoping for the best with Florida State, same as the Jaguars. I'm just hoping for the best. Hopefully we can find ways to win and put a good product on the field and compete in a lot of these football games, D. I said I wasn't going to do it this year. I ain't going to jump off the rails and be ultra negative. I'm just going to keep it real and stay with the facts, man. It's pathetic up there in Tallahassee, the product that's been on the field the last three to four years. Mike Norvell does not seem to be the answer. The talent on the field, especially at the quarterback position, is not the answer. Offensive line is putrid and atrocious. We have some spotlights that are on the defensive side of the ball. Um, offensively, we have some weapons here and there in the backfield. But uh, last year, we started off the season with 0-4, 0-3, or something like that. Then we have a key win against North Carolina, something like that, that we felt good about for about a week. Um, we, only, we, we, we won multiple games one time. Uh, throughout the season um, Got embarrassed on several attempts Dope Campbell don't feel like Dope Campbell Bobby Bountonfield don't feel like Bobby Bountonfield um, And I know, you know, the masses out there Who are Florida State adversaries uh, They are smiling and giddy And happy about the demise of Florida State And they should be Because the moment the Florida Gators fall off the map Or the Miami Hurricanes Well, they've been off the map But uh, other teams fall off the map I'm going to be right there joining your demise so it's a comes with the territory. Yeah, it does. But when is Florida State going to turn the corner? Is Florida State going to be long, going to be down for long? We know the three phases of the teams in Florida. It's a cycle. Mm-hmm. We know that. Florida State has their run. Florida have their run. I don't know the next time I am is going to have this. <laughs> I really Boy, don't. Well, you are, bro. I'm you don't even have to hear about this, That's right? Fine. <laughs> I, I'm just not aware. <laughs> I mean, of Miami really being in the mix of really anything. They don't win ACC titles. They don't go to the playoff. They don't win natties. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, the Florida Gators, on the other hand, that's a different story. All right. But as far as Florida State this year, what do I want to see? I want to see what I said I wanted to see last year. I want eight or nine wins. I don't want to be embarrassed. I want a good product on the field. 
I want to, when we play our rivals, I want to be competitive. I want to compete. We got Florida on Black Friday this year. <laughs> so after Thanksgiving, after the joyful holiday that you spend with your family, your friends, and your loved ones, it's usually a beautiful weekend. <sighs> I got to wake up and deal with this on a Friday. Now, Florida, they're starting their new uh, 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 tenure. Tenure and with, what's their hair coach name? Um... Man, no disrespect, for no real. Disrespect. I don't really I have him off the top of my head right now. I Maybe you can look him up real name. quick. What's his name? Uh, but they're starting a new run this year with the new head coach. Uh, Miami's starting a new uh, run this year with uh, Mario Cristobal. So Florida State is still intact. All right? Florida State is still intact. And, you know, I just... And it's so sad that we sound like this, that we want to be hopeful. And we wish for the best. But I'm going to keep it real, bro. Novell ain't the answer, dog. He's not. Billy Napier. Billy Napier. The Billy Napier era is underway. I don't see Novell being the answer. Mm-hmm. I know what Florida State football poses look like. I know what that stadium is supposed to sound like on Saturdays. I know what my quarterbacks are supposed to look like. I know what my defense is supposed to look like. And I know what winning is supposed to look like. Even in the years when we were ungrateful when Florida State was going 9-3. and three. Remember those years? 9-3. Mm-hmm. and three. You wanted Jimbo out of here. <laughs> no Jimbo wanted out of here But I'm just saying Before Jimbo left We wanted him gone We 9-3 and three, We looking pathetic But now we out here With losing records Sitting at 500 4-5 and five, Ain't been in the bowl game In two years <laughs> <laughs> This is what we dealing with Yeah So all in all I want better I want a better product I want to win I want to compete And if we can't do that I would love to see him Fired mid-year Get him out of way let one of the assistant coaches ride out the rest of the year, and let's get our new coaching search on. Oh, well, this new AD, he'll be out the door quick. My That's boy. fine. Get him out. Jordan Travis can go with him. <laughs> Who do we have? <coughs> Bless me. Who do we have? Who do we have? What is the product going to look like? Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens, man. Look, Florida State, they're in the ACC. Can they compete and get to the ACC championship? Yeah, they can. The ACC ain't that strong this year. Who's the dominant team in the ACC this year? Clemson's rebounding. Clemson. Miami's supposed to have supposed to have a great year. Well, Miami on paper they should be at the top of the list. They got the mm-hmm. best quarterback in the conference. They do. I mean, Wake Forest. Uh, Hartman, he's pretty good. But Wake Forest got the. I mean, my, Van Dyke's the best quarterback in the ACC. He is. So Miami should be playing a part in being in the AC Championship game. Now, will they get there? I don't know, because they were supposed to be there last year, and we seen how that turned out. I mean, by God. <laughs> but I guess anything can happen in the ACC. There's no clear cut. There's no clear cut. I want to compete, man, and I want to be the laughing stock. I want to see teams say, damn, man, hey, bro, we got Florida State this weekend. That's a team we just don't want to play. I want to see heart. I want to see effort. And I want to see a coach who know what he's doing. That's what I want to see. I'm tired of these Reverend Norvell. Get him out. I don't want to hear that. Just win. Just win. (laughs) This is Florida State, bro. And I want to see a better product on the field. I want to see our play. We were so undisciplined last year. One of the most penalized teams in college football last year. I just want to see a better product. I want to see the trajectory going up. And if it can't go up, fire Norvell midway. Get an assistant coach to run out the rest of the season. Let's start the coaching search. And get somebody in here. Get somebody in here who's going to really turn this thing around. Now, I ain't going to say I told y'all so, but I told y'all. When we went and got him from Memphis, I said, he ain't it. You don't go get guys from Memphis and bring them to Florida State. You just don't do that. 
<laughs> you go get big dog status coaches, man. That's what you go and get. Mm-hmm. The whistleblower. Who's the coach before that? The dude who had the whistle is my Willie Taggart. What? You don't go get guys like that. You don't bring on the Florida State, man. You go get boys who are proven, man. Go get them. Get them in place. Get this recruiting going. Spend some of this NIL money. Let's get this thing going. Somebody show a tape of Jameis Winston to some of these kids. Somebody show Ramsey. Somebody show some tape. Dalvin Cook, my God. <laughs> Somebody get out here in these households and show some tape of that garden and go and get them boys out here. Pay them boys $10 million and get them out here. <laughs> That's just where I am with it, man. So that's just my take on Florida State football. Black, any last thoughts on the Seminoles, man, as we preview college football teams before kickoff? Uh, nah, man. It shouldn't, no, it should be an interesting year. We're going to see what the product is, but definitely agree with you. If this year is a waste, Norvell, I mean, uh, no, Mike Norvell has to go. And from, from what I've seen and what I've read, this young new AD that they have, this guy is all about winning. And like you say, D, if Novell is not the answer, this guy can go out here and get a winner or someone who can turn this thing around because at the end of the day, it is Florida State. So yeah. um, we're going to see what happened, my boy. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, and I just want to see a better product on the field and see, see us win some football games. I would, lo- I would love if we can win eight games, and, and, and I would love it. Yeah. But we gotta we we gotta see it, you know, cause like you say, my Miami's coming, Wake Forest not gonna be a pushover, Louisville's supposed to be better. Like the, the this the ACC is up for grabs, but it's also teams are that are going to be better. Miami Hurricanes got Mario Cristobal now. Who wouldn't want to play for him? Yep. Who wouldn't want to play for Cristobal? We look at what we see what he did at Oregon. Yep. You know how he had Oregon on the up before he left and came to Miami. So you got to believe that uh, Miami is going to be much better this year and maybe they can finally kick down the door. But we're going to see what happened, D. Um, we're going to know something early. I know going to LSU, going to Death Valley, we're going to know real early mm-hmm. on a Monday night at 8 o'clock. We're going to know, my boy. So just just hopeful to see what, what we can do this year. Mm-hmm. We definitely gonna find out, man. We're gonna find out and see. So we're gonna be previewing different teams, man, as we get closer uh to uh uh the college football kickoff. We're about I think about four weeks away from the official kickoff, man. You got your you got the Florida Gators, Oklahoma Sooners, the USC Trojans, Penn State Nittany Lions, just so many different teams we'll be talking about. We'll also be previewing uh all the divisions in the National Football League, man. So we're just getting ready for the season. We're anxiously, anxiously waiting. Teams are reporting a training camp this week. About a handful of teams are already there. All their rookies are there, at least, and more teams will be reporting. And it's just that time of the year, man. The Fantasy League, it is still in play. We're going to get it together. Invitations will be going out soon. We'll be, uh, we will be announcing it. The links will be available on Twitter. All right, that's how you can join the link to get in. That's how we did it last year. So we have guys who have spots already locked in. And then we're going to have a mass number of uh, invitations that are going to be out there for people to join the Fantasy League this year. We'll announce more details on that later. I got a question. Am, am I going to – is my spot locked in? I don't know, man. We're going to have to go to council uh, about it. A lot of guys that are a part of the Fantasy League do not want you to be a part of it going in this year. I've, I've had three people already. People are you? Oh, I don't care. I don't care if you win it or not. <laughs> Uh, but people who are a part of the league don't want you in, my boy. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we'll see. We'll see council. 
Okay. And uh, see if Black is going to be able to I, defend I didn't, I didn't his back-to-back back championships. You know, I didn't know a back-to-back defending champ get this type of treatment. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're the first, my boy. All and right. to the council you go. Okay. So we will break the news if Black will be a part of this year's uh, Sports Desk Fantasy League. All right, Black, anything before we get out of here? Nah, man, just appreciate all the love and support that we get from our listeners, man. Y'all keep rocking with us. Great things coming. YouTube coming. We yep. got a lot of things happening for y'all, man, that we got coming down the pipe. So I'm excited and ready to rock and roll. Uh, appreciate all, appreciate y'all for keep listening to us. Every time y'all keep hitting that play button, y'all can hit me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackENL3. Y'all hit me up, man. Let's talk about it. Absolutely, man. Of course, you can catch me at the same platform, IG, Twitter, Instagram, Deirdre Hicks Jr., man. Holla at your boy, man. Let's chop it up. Like Black said, a lot of things coming down the pike. Something going on with my phone today where I wasn't able to get the audios going like I normally did. I don't know. I'll figure it out, man, so I don't get a chance to do the outro uh, like we normally do, man. But uh, sorry for the technical difficulties there, but we'll have those fixed on the next episode. So this has been episode 186. Man, we are 14 away from 200. 200 episodes will be celebrated this year. Man, that's crazy. But we'll talk about that then when we get to that 200th episode. So y'all be cool. Take care of yourselves. Be safe out there. Share this podcast with those who might not know. Your barber, your stylist, your pool man, uh, 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 your, the, 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 the whoever, man. Your side piece, your homeboy, your daddy, your mama, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your pastor, your boss, your co-worker, whoever. Your random guy next to you in the silver Honda Accord. Let the window down and say, bro, if you like sports, check out DM Black. That's what we want you to do, man. Spread the sports test around, man. And we appreciate that love, all right? So until next time, once again, be cool, be safe, take care of yourselves. We'll see you guys next week on episode 187 of the Sports Desk. You heard me. New Sports Desk. <laughs>